Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Welcome, guys. Um, welcome to Charlie's Toolbox. And you guys know what this is about. This is about decentering men. It's about centering yourself. Today, we are going to discuss how to stop seeking male validation. And because I know this episode was going to be a lot, I thought I would do it in two parts. In part one, I'm going to investigate why we seek male validation. And in part two, which I'm going to release on Friday, I will discuss options and exercises to help you stop seeking male validation. But before we start, don't forget to like and subscribe. There are so many, so many, so many videos on YouTube and podcasts on all of these different platforms that for mine to be seen and to cut through the noise, I have to be supported. So liking, sharing, commenting, retweeting, and following are just free ways to do that. Also, after the video, if you are interested in learning how to decenter men while single or dating, please, guys, just purchase my ebook on charliestoolbox.com. It's going to be the best $20 that you ever spend. I have heard on many occasions that it changed their lives. So if you want to change your lives, go to charliestoolbox.com. So let's begin. Male validation, it is intoxicating because every aspect of society makes us believe that it is. We know this sort of thinking is the result of patriarchy. We also know that there is nothing about male validation that is like innately special or impactful. Yet despite knowing this and despite experiencing, you know, the horrible things that we experienced at the hands of men, we still yearn. We still yearn for this type of validation and it's important to know why. Now there are a plethora of reasons why, but I just want to focus on a select few reasons that are typically driving your desire. The first one is, this is always, this is going to always be my go-to. So if you ever watch a video of mine, just understand that this is going to be my go-to. And once again, I'm sorry because my dog is in the background going crazy. He just loves attention every time I'm on the phone or recording a video. (laughs) So the first one I'm going to do is your parents. Unfortunately, or your caretakers, they did not equip you with the tools to develop self-worth, which I have a video on how to develop that. And self-worth is the tool needed to validate yourself. What I mean by they didn't equip you with those tools. Some of you guys had parents that failed to treat you like an individual or they punished you for making mistakes, they invalidated your feelings, they failed to delight in you, which I think is a big one that we often overlook. I don't I think that for children it's not just 
you know, needing to be validated. I think parents should delight in their children's personality or their interests. I, I really think that is a big, you know, addition to creating self-worth. Just not just I'm your mother and I love you, but I'm your mother and I delight in all the things that you bring to me and your personality and your interests. I think that is a big thing or a big instrument that parents should really utilize a lot. But unfortunately, not all parents do that due to lack of education or they just don't want to do it. Um, another thing that parents can do that stops their children from developing self-worth um, is comparing you to your siblings or being hyper-focused on themselves and leaving no room to investigate or to understand their children. Also, being raised by narcissists are huge indicators into an impact on self-worth. So all these actions you know, that parents or caretakers do, they create children who need others for direction or to feel seen because they didn't get those fundamental things they needed while in childhood. And in my experience, um, men typically find this desire to be fulfilled or to be seen within their friend group, um, which is why I think groupthink is so prevalent in those type of friend groups is that that's where they get their validation because they didn't receive it in childhood. Whereas I feel women are told to find that sense of validation in romantic partners. So they look for men to fulfill that type of role. Another aspect of why we seek male validation is that often reprioritize uh, like others emotions and feelings over ourselves and this may have been formed in childhood and those in charge taught you know those who in charge taught you that it is important for you to prioritize their feelings over yours and they may not have explicitly said it um, but they did show it to you in their actions and they did it by telling you your feelings are wrong or ignoring your feelings by making you shut up or beating you um, if you said something that did not align with their thoughts. So to avoid the pain you internalize um, and the to avoid the pain. Ugh. Okay, let's try it. Another aspect of why we seek male validation is that we were taught to prioritize others, their feelings and their emotions over ourselves. This is something that's often formed in childhood. And I just kind of wanted, I want to zero in on this because this is very important in why we seek validation. So those in charge taught you that it is important for you to prioritize their feelings over you. And they may not have explicitly said it, but they showed you through their actions and they showed you by, you know, telling you your reality is not what it is. 
telling you that you and your feelings are wrong, making you shut up, making you out to be the villain because you have opinions, beating on you to make sure that you fall in line with their vision and their ideas of how children should be. And, you know, just overall telling you that because you don't align with their thoughts, you are wrong. So to avoid that pain of feeling wrong or to avoid the pain of being hit or ignored or threatened or treated unfairly, you internalize their opinions and their thoughts and you try to change your behavior to match that. And the reason why this is so important in terms of seeking male validation is that when you are told your emotions and your feelings and what you think is wrong, you never learn how to make space for yourself. You never learn how to make space for your opinions. So you never develop a relationship with that. And when you're never taught that they matter, you rely on another compass, which is not yourself, to help guide you, to help, you know, direct you, to teach you what you are. And often we do that with men. We allow men in our lives, the romantic partners in our lives, to become the compass that we should have developed in childhood. And unfortunately, that is one of the, the, found like parental strategies that you did not get that impacts you as an adult. Unfortunately, that's it. Another aspect of why you seek male validation is that you are trying to avoid your reality. You're trying to avoid your reality, your emotions, so that you can avoid the work that you must do to feel better. So, we all know that men are great distractions. They are great. They are especially amazing when you want to look past your feelings of unhappiness, insecurity, or dissatisfaction. And often that is what male validation does. It just distracts you from those huge problems, those huge emotional issues that are hurting you and stopping you from being the best in your life. So the reason why it distracts you or it's a, a good distractor, distraction is that it provides you that male validation. It provides you with a false sense of hope. You know, the honeymoon stage, flirting with someone, dating someone, being in a partnership can help you get out of that unhappiness that you feel because that honeymoon stage, it makes everything seem beautiful. It makes life worth living. But once those emotions taper off, that unhappiness is going to show itself. It's going to always show itself. You can also use partnerships to not only avoid your emotions and avoid learning about you, but you can, you can use this partnership and this validation to give you an identity. 
Because you don't know who you are, you partner with someone so that they can define you or you wait on someone to define you. And that's often what we're doing with male um, validation is waiting for someone to define us, waiting for someone to give us happiness or joy or fun. Because sometimes we also use men to become the woman we want to be. You know, we think that men can make us. We think that men can make you feel better about your life, make you understand your identity, make you understand who you are. And that's often not what they do. Often they distract you from those internal questions that you need to ask yourself. And they distract you from the actions that you need to take to find those answers. So all of that really just underscores a huge problem, which is honestly your lack of trust in yourself, your failure to take actions that will create happiness in you. And it's also you avoiding the uncomfortable because you are afraid that you can't make the changes that you need to make the changes or you just do not want to do that. My final reason is that we use validation to improve or inform our social standing. Now, we know that patriarchy is deeply embedded in our society. And we know that because of that, we value women based on their relationship with men. And I'll, and this is the example that I will give you to know that is true. When women are married, for some reason, we see them as wiser. You know, we think that they're wiser, they're accomplished, there's something special in them that, that, that men want that we don't have. And we place them at the top of a hierarchy because of that. However, when women are single, they are considered the bottom of the hierarchy. And don't let them be bitter. Don't let them be angry about how they were treated and the experiences that they have. Because if they are bitter, they are at the very bottom at the, of the hierarchy. So, and, and if they're dating, they are on the path of becoming valuable. So they're not that invaluable. They're, they're working their their way to be partnered or be validated by a man so that we could see them as a full human being. And despite hating it, hating what that does to us, we lean into it. And we make validation essential to our social standing. It becomes our ace card, you know? It becomes our haha bitch, I got one up on you. Just like being single and calling someone a single bitter bitch is the quickest way to insult a woman. So even though we like to ignore that partnering or being with men or having them validate us and that validation quickly turning into a relationship or flirtation or whatever it is, even though we don't want to admit that we place other women on a hierarchy because of that, it does. So we may use or we may seek out the male validation because we want to be on the top of that hierarchy that we like to pretend that we ignore.
male validation, it makes us feel special. It makes us feel worthy, beautiful, desired, and like a full person because it is designed that way. That is the design. You are functioning within that design and you're functioning well. So we know that men can do the things that they want to or how they live their lives and how they oppress women by holding or withholding that power. It keeps us in our place. And when you fight that brainwashing and you take your power back into your own hands and you begin to create your life and live it exactly how you want to, you are fighting against that brainwashing and that socialization. So we know the why. We have an inkling of the why. We have to start thinking about that, thinking about the ways that we're informed by society, by our family, by our friends, by other women, random women that we meet on the street. We have to think about how that informs the way that we reach for or seek out male validation. So now that we have that inkling of why, a why, your my next episode and your next step is to watch the episode on Friday where I discuss some easy lifts to help you stop from doing that, to help you be present and recognize that you are doing that and to stop you from seeking validation, you know, with your inner self, like your core work. I'm going to help you with those tool sets. So, you know, I can't wait to release that video. I can't wait for you guys to see that. I hope this was very helpful for you. And on that note, you all take care. Bye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.